and welcome back to Tub in the Bedroom. I'm your host, Linnea, a.k.a. Lenny. Thanks for coming to have a soak with me. And if it's your first time, welcome to the tub. Hello and welcome back to Tub in the Bedroom and the season of self-investment. Today we are going to talk about social self-investment. I feel like there is so much to unpack here that I may not even be able to fit it all into one episode or season for that matter, but we will see what happens. So what is social self-investment? If you were around for last season, you know that I kept it 100 and talked about those toxic friends you may have lingering around that seem like they're there for you, but low-key are stabbing you in the back or undermining your belief in yourself to make themselves feel better. Brittany runs a marathon, remember? Told you all to watch it. And if you weren't around for last season, a perfect example is that movie. However, that is a surprisingly a small part of it. We as humans are social by nature. Even the most hermity of us needs some type of interaction, which we definitely learned over the course of the last almost two years. That's exactly what social self-investment is. It is taking care of the social side to you, which consists of friends, family, social media, society at large, significant others, It's your daily and rare interactions when you are out and about or scrolling at home. So let's start with the elephant in the room, the big one, social media. We hear it. We talk about it. We say, yes, I need to do a social media purge, a social media cleanse. And then we don't do it. It is almost like we are low key masochists that enjoy causing ourselves doubt and pain. It is forever odd to me that we made it so we continue to follow our exes and people we aren't even friends with anymore. Celebrities we aren't major fans of just so we control them or hear about their drama. Our favorite thing is to spend time and energy commenting on people we don't like and showing our friends our ex's new partner or that pic that they put up that was just a total thirst trap. Heck, we even comment, mute, talk about, and get annoyed by the ones using social media to build a business. We have made social media into this thing that can be really positive and just so amazing, but at the same time, It can be surreptitiously negative. Instead of just scrolling past that tweet we don't support or that just annoys us because we know that Bish is fake as imitation crab, many of us decide to comment and either be passive aggressive or if we don't know them at all and are just being a troll for the day and spend our time to write out a lengthy message as to why they are wrong with reply. Listen, listen, listen. Don't feel attacked because we're all guilty of it including myself. I am not above anything I talk about. Most likely the reason I talk about it is because I do it. And it's something that we all have to work on. So absolutely no shade. But why? 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 Why do we do this to ourselves? It is time to change that. And the first and easiest thing you can do, and most likely something that is long overdue, is a social media purge. Unfollow, unfollow, unfollow. Unfollow the celebrities. Unfollow the former friends. Unfollow the brands, influencers. You can even restrict or mute family 
and friends that you feel you can't unfollow without causing unnecessary drama. And for the sake of your heart, mind, and soul, honey, block the ex or at least unfollow them. Would you watch your ex on a date making out with someone else super soon after you broke up? Would you sit there at another table or wherever they are and watch them do that? No. Because why? It would be super weird. And listen, I'm not hating whatever you're into, but it would be weird. And even though we live in this voyeuristic society now, protect your heart. Like, don't cause yourself unnecessary damage or trauma. Don't do that. If your ex is the type to keep liking and commenting on your stuff because they know they were stupid and they want your sexy ass back, but you know that isn't happening, block them restrict them. Don't give that excuse. Well, we have mutual friends. So I have mutual friends with a lot of people. It doesn't mean I follow them. You and I are friends. So you and I are friends. So let's cut the BS. You just want to trash talk their new person with your friends. And yes, I know it helps. Okay. I I understand. But that's just a momentary relief that is also at the same time you know is cutting you and hurting you deep inside. And you know what? You're better than that. You're better than that. Make your social media feed you. It's called a feed for a reason. You need to choose wisely. The same way that you choose what you put in your body is the same way you choose what you consume via social media. Be wise about that. Make your social media somewhere that gives you positive energy motivation it's fulfilling to you i started doing that and now i barely follow anyone i used to follow so many gym people and all that i unfollowed all of them if they are not bringing you some form of positivity some form of happiness feeding some form of good in you remove it there are enough places where All of us can consume all that is going on in the world, good and bad. Why not make something that you have control over deliver you heaping doses of goodness and joy each time you get on it? I'm not saying don't stay informed, but social media is excessive. So if we're going to be excessive, I'm for excessive goodness and excessive positivity for the time that I do spend on there because a lot of times it's to take a break from the world which can be the antithesis of that so fill your social media with things that inspire you now I could go on and on about social media but I will probably do like an extra video on YouTube. Maybe I'll do an extra podcast episode. I don't know. I'm thinking about doing all the extras on YouTube so that way we can have a little bit more face-to-face time and maybe detailing more of how to make social media work for you. So now moving on to number two, it is a new year and many of us have our booster shots and things are happening. And if it's that same thing in your area, it's time to fill up your social calendar. Now, granted, the current virus that might be changing things, but it seems like it's not for people. So we're just going to talk about this because it seems like everyone is just going to keep going like it's nothing. Yeah. So if you are able to fill up your calendar safely, please take that into account, your safety and the safety of those around you, wear a mask, all that stuff. If you are able to 
fill your social calendar safely, get out and doing things. It's imperative. If you're an introvert, try to see friends and do things that you love to do that still maybe don't push you too much past your comfort zone. There's nothing wrong with be being an, a homebody or anything like that, but you still want to make sure to get out there and you can still, even being an introvert, you can really have a full social life. If you're an extrovert, you're probably dying these past almost two years. So yeah, get out there, do things, see people, but please be safe, okay? Maybe keep it to smaller groups and things like that. Just be as safe as possible and conscientious that we are still in a pandemonium. Everyone still remember that we're still in a pandemonium and things are flaring up. So keep the fun to smaller people because listen I'll be honest everyone's going to be doing it anyways but people can just do it as safe as possible now if you're single or in a poly or ENM situation try getting out there and go out on a date I mean I feel like people are probably still starving for dates right now so get out there make connections do a lot of eye contact give them that smile let them know you're interested do all that and at that same time that I know over these next few months, still remember to set those boundaries because boundaries are important. Which brings me to my third thing. Boundaries. Boundaries are necessary in every part of your life, especially socially. And it's sometimes the hardest area to set boundaries in because a lot of times you don't want to disappoint other people. No is as powerful as yes. And there is nothing wrong with saying no to some or all invitations you are receiving. You don't have to go and do anything. I know contra- I know it's con- kind of contradicting, but you know what I mean. Find your balance. You may be out every day one week and a hermit the next. That's fine. Say no when you need to. Say yes when you need to. Also, many of us need some more time to build up our stamina for the outside world. So take your time, sunshine. Just remember that good boundaries coupled with a healthy, open communication will not steer you wrong. And if someone doesn't like it, just keep moving forward and keep on shining. Now to the fourth thing. Let's talk about those toxic friends again. I had a major realization this week that sometimes when you are naturally upgrading, you have to let go of people, even if you care for them. Sometimes they're toxic. Sometimes they're selfish. Sometimes you finally see that at this point in their lives, they don't really know how to care for others because they don't care for themselves. Maybe you're someone like me who likes to be needed, so you tend to attract those types and stick with them as I do. Listen, I took... I took that Gallup Strength Finder test and restorative was my number one trait. And I will go into that test another time, but so many things make sense now. Although you might stick with them, sometimes things happen that really show you who people are. And sometimes it happens late in a friendship. So they have already weaseled their way into your heart and they are more like family. So it makes it even tougher to let go. As I've learned and continue to learn, the universe usually starts small and shows you little things, hoping that you'll pick up on it. Then it starts to show you a little more, hoping that you'll pick up on the bigger thing. And then it just turns around and slaps you in the face one way. So you spin around and then slaps you in the face back the other way. So it's like, ah, you get it now. And it's not saying that those people are bad people, but 
sometimes friendships just run their course and you find that as you grow that and when you focus on yourself and you focus on doing life for you and not to please others or to make others happy or not to stay in a box of who you are so that way you continue to fit the story that the person has created of you from the interactions Sometimes people fall away and sometimes the universe, you know, forces you to take a big old look and be like, hey, you know what? This isn't serving you anymore and this isn't serving them. And even though that can break your heart, you have to let them go so that way they can grow and you can grow without each other because they're holding you back and you could be holding them back in one way or another. So even though it hurts, it may be time to let them go and maybe you two will be friends again. Then there are the people that are just flipping toxic and selfish and just get rid of them. You don't need to save them. It's not your job to save people. Stop it. It's your job to save yourself. So focus on yourself and it's your job to keep others afloat that are also helping to keep you afloat. It has to be a give and take. So yeah, ditch those people that are unable to hold you down in your time of need or to make space for you. And you have to let go of these people because you do, you yourself have to make space for the right tribe to be able to find you. If you don't make space for them because all your energy is going to this toxic person or this person you should have let go a long time ago, they're going to go right by you. And you need to find... We all need to find our right tribes that we can be our most authentic selves with. So now that you've let them go, look around. Who is your support system? We all need a good support system. I know you guys are like, girls, stop contradicting. Stop. <laughs> but you don't want just a good support system. You want a good and your true support system. And it's a lot easier to see them when the fake ones are cleared away. It may feel a little lonely right now. I get it. I get it. I feel like I'm kind of in that moment. But you have made space for the day ones and to invite new and true people into your life. Because who doesn't want to be around people that can grow with you and you can always be your most authentic self with? I don't know if anyone has told you, but you are allowed to start new friendships as an adult, literally at any age. Sometimes it's, it is even better because nostalgia isn't having you hold on to something or keeping you in this box, like I said before, keeping you in this box of being what that person is used to you being. For example, like you might go see an old friend that you haven't seen for five years. That friend might have known you in your college and your hardcore partying days and they expect that and then the person you are now is completely different and sometimes that's a shock to your system or sometimes you automatically revert back because you feel like you need to be what you have always been to them before and that's just not the case so you want to be around people where you can be who you are but you can also be who you're growing into and just keep finding the other people that align with that trust me i get it i am again in that kind of the lonely making new friends phase but it can be fun and it is so worth it secure and solidify a good and true support system you want those that not only will ride for you but those that won't lie to you. I mean, the ones that aren't going to talk crap behind your back because they'll just tell it to your face. Like, come on, we're not 10. Just say what you have to say and be done. Those ones that will cheer for you, weep for you, help to lift you when you need it, but won't die for you because first of all, you wouldn't ask anybody to die for you. And let's be frank, 
No one should be dying for anyone. But even though they won't die or commit a felony, they are the ones that will share your shit when no one else will and push you to keep going. No matter where they are or where you go, you pick up right where you left off. Listen, guys, social is a big, big, big topic. But I really think that these can get you started down the road to a better social life, to a way to invest in your social life in a conscious manner. Because while we are curating our lives, we want to do that in a very conscious and intentional manner. So let's see how this year of making new friends and investing ourselves goes. Remember to ask yourself every day, how did I invest in myself today? As always, if you found value in the silk sesh, I ask that you share it with a friend. One or ten. Either way, you know, you know, you know, I appreciate you. If you haven't already, please rate, review, and subscribe. And if one episode with me a week is not enough, find me on social media for more out-of-the-box thoughts and ideas on how to curate your life. At Tub in the Bedroom on all social platforms and if you haven't checked out the youtube yet check it out this week come on guys always 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 thanks for coming to have a soak with me add me to your close friends list unfollow the sucky people and i will see you next week